Welcome back to the fifth quarter, live from Narrow Bridge. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Welcome back to Narrow Bridge, everybody. Nine and eight Packers heading to twelve and five Dallas. It is the NFC Wild Card matchup on the Fox Network three thirty Sunday down at AT and T Stadium. One of the guys who's really helped this team get there is uh, a great story. Uh, he has. Learned patience since joining the Seattle Seahawks as a seventh-round draft choice out of Rutgers University in 2022. Spent a whole year on the Seahawks practice squad until the Packers came calling uh, right after Christmas, I believe it was, last year. And then hung around on the practice squad all this season with the Packers as well. But then started creeping onto the field. Elevated, uh, let's see, uh, that Thanksgiving Day game in Detroit. First couple of plays in an NFL regular season game. And then back on the squad for two more weeks. Just sit and wait. You'll get your shot. You'll get your shot. <laughs> Tampa got a shot. Well, 18 more snaps with his first pro catch. All right, let's go to Carolina. How about four for 44? That looked good. Let's give him a start in Minnesota. How about six for a buck five? A touchdown. Away we go. Yeah, five more for 62. Couple of jets for 14. This is the playmaking kid. I think you're going to love. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Bo Melton to the fifth quarter and the bridge. Hey, Bo. How you doing? Congrats, man. That had to be a fun day. Oh, yeah, it was fun. You know, beating the Bears, you know, it's always fun. So, <laughs> All right. Did, did you smoke cigars did you in, the in that locker room? Oh, no, I didn't do that. No? I mean, uh-huh. No, nah, I, I couldn't do that. Uh, a couple of the guys did. I know John Money did. Um, <laughs> a couple CB, of the guys. Yeah, CB. We, all right, the press conferences get underway. The locker room door is pretty much open. So i got to be two places at once. So I, re, I just record the coach. I don't really get into that, but I went and then right to the locker room. The fans were blowing like crazy all oh, over yeah. the locker room to get the yeah, it was aroma yeah. out of their building. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely blowing in the locker room. They had to bring them in. The guys were excited. You know, RG, um, you know, I don't know who brought the cigars, but... Somebody found they them. Got it, there. It was crazy. They got there. It was crazy. It was it was Jair that described it as it was like we were hanging out in a casino. Not like a casino. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Everybody just smoking cigars everywhere. Yeah. Bobby De Niro blowing it right in yep. Sharon Stone's face. All right. Yeah. Uh, Bo, uh, just the journey, not just for you. We'll get to that, but for this team, it just was a fun thing to watch. As painful as the growth was through the first half what you guys blossomed into in the second half of this season. Kind of describe how you think it all came about. Yeah, you know, we just started to bond as a team, um, especially when it came to later in the season. You know, a lot of the guys, you know, started, we started hanging out a lot more, you know, creating bonds off the field, and that made us play harder for each other, you know. And I think that brought us, you know, our three wins the last last three weeks, and, you know, it just it was fun. You brought up Jordan's little dinner parties. Yeah. On Monday nights last week, yeah. uh, quarterback uh, throwing open the door. Yeah, all uh, come. Jordan, you know he always we had the Monday dinners, and um, I think that brought the team together. You know even more. You know just going over film, um, just watching the games that was on um, during that night. You know there's some Monday night games that we had. It was just fun and atmosphere. So Jordan is hosting those. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's hosting them for sure. Is is he catering those events, or is he pretty dynamite in the kitchen? Is he cooking up a storm himself? Nah, he's catering. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. am. What? I ain't never seen. Hey, Jordan. grilled cheeses for the boys, on me. I'll do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. You guys like cup ramen? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, but that's cool. Uh, yeah. It's just 
Yeah, I know you say you look over film and stuff, but I think it's more important you're just together. Yeah. Out of the building. Yeah, it's the bonding aspect of it, you know. Um, was watching the games, like Monday night games, you know. He has a pool table, so he's played pool, stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. Just, just bonds us, you know, the whole offense together for sure. When you guys watch other football games, whether it's Monday night football or any other game, do you watch it like we do as fans where you're just a fan, or are you analyzing things as you're watching it? Um, kind of a little bit of both. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still a fan of a lot of people. I remember watching the, uh, my boy DK um, when he was playing, I think, the Eagles that one night, Monday night. Um, it, it was fun to watch that, but you still analyze, you know, how they play. You know, Corner leverages play. inside, leverages. outside. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just trying to get a glimpse of other teams. Yeah. <laughs> so, sure. all right. Um, the wide receiver room, both. Uh, remarkable. I don't know. Who, who is the oldest guy in that bunch? Are you, are you? I think the oldest guy is uh, Samori. Sorry. All right. Yeah, Samori uh, is the oldest guy. Maybe what, 25? Yeah, he's still young. So. All right. Uh, <laughs> amazing. And no Christian. Romeo gets down. By the way, went to the hospital. Uh, after that little thing in the end zone where I thought he had it. Speaking of almost had it, we'll get to that one too. Uh, but uh, went to the hospital, okay. I guess he coughed up a little blood, uh, checked out, he went back with the team post game, which is good news, but they're going to keep an eye on Romeo, Christian's hamstring. Okay, so now you're down. The veterans. I mean, the <laughs> veterans are both gone. Uh, and yet, uh, this group has functioned, and not just functioned, uh, but thrived. You, Jade, D. Um, it's a it's a testament to obviously how you practice, right? Right. Is that you know, it? Just carries over. Yeah, you know we practice very hard as a as a unit. I say as a team as well. But you know with a young unit at practice, we have to grind. You know, work on leverages, work on you know breaks in and out of breaks, make sure that we're quarterback friendly. You know, as a unit, and um, it has worked. You know, we go out of practice every single week. We try to perfect the craft and. Um, has been working on game days. It just seemed to me, I mean, it was such a struggle. You couldn't even get first downs, much less points early in the season. Did it just take a half season's worth of full speed in-game reps to figure out where you got to be, when you got to be there, to start executing cleanly? Absolutely. You know, the game, you know, when you get to the game and start to get comfortable in the game, you start to, you know, know leverages, know the soft spots in the defenses. And um, I think – as a unit, you know, we went in film early on in the year. You know, we're just trying to fill out the game. You're seeing it for the first time? Yeah, you're seeing it for the first time in the NFL. So, like, the second half of the season, it was kind of like second nature. Like, okay, like, we got a little bit of this. So, See what Jaquan Brisker said? Yeah, we were a little soft. Could have been a little tighter. They don't have any stars over there at receiver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> and the team without the stars got the win yesterday, yeah. and that's what counts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. question. How about for you, Bo? Uh, what a whirlwind New Year's it turned out to be. The eve in Minnesota, you finally are on a 53 on New Year's Day. That just had to be a wonderful feeling. Yeah. Um, this is a blessing, you know, just going through the process of being in the NFL for the first year and you know, filling stuff out. You know, coming, getting picked up, claimed here on the off-practice squad. You know, getting to know a lot of the guys here. I was a uh, new Christian, I knew Romeo, I knew Samori, you know. And so it was kind of like a, a place you know, I call home. And um, I felt comfortable here. And, you know, during the season, still on the practice squad, still trying to work my way in. And then I was waiting for my opportunity just to, you know, show the world. So Seized it. Well done. What is life like on a practice squad? How do you keep level-headed and just be patient waiting for your opportunity? Do you ever get frustrated that that opportunity isn't coming yet? 
Yeah, you know, you just go home sometimes. You're like, dang, when am I ever going to get my shot? You know, my chance, you know. But uh, I stayed in the Bible, you know, to stay prayed up. You know, it's it's going to come sometime. You just got to be ready for it. And uh, a lot of the guys in the Peace Squad room, you know, had opportunities as well, did really well with their opportunities, like Benny Sapp. You know, there's guys like that that just come to practice every day and just work hard, you know. That will get you um, far in life, and I think that's what uh, a lot of our practice squad guys did. Well, you can't get yourself out of the room. The practice squad locker room is a little offset from the main locker room, and after you go on the 53, we can't find you. we got to talk to Bo. He's finally on the roster. We had a big game with Minnesota. You were with the other guys. Yeah, they're not going to let me back in. If uh, I, really? If I, yeah, they won't. Those now are my guys back that's there. That's tight knit. Yeah, we're tight back there for sure. The whole team is tight, but it's different in the Peace Squad room. You can't come back. Yeah, well, I I rarely stroll in there outside of like training camp when we're allowed to go in there, but we really can't kind of interact with much with the yeah. practice squad. We got a little special things rules. back there, like ping pong tables. <laughs> we can't come back there, so I can't lose my rep back there with ping pong. So. All right. Oh, are you the best ping pong player? I think I am, but now since we moved out to the, the main locker room, uh, Scooter. It's like Rashad Rochelle, I think he's, you know, good. Mm. You know, but uh, I'm going to think I'm the best back in the Patrick Squad locker room. So I got to get used to all the boys out there. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew going into the game yesterday it was win and you're in the playoffs, lose, and the season's done. What was the atmosphere in the locker room before the game, knowing how much this game meant? And then talk about the atmosphere at Lambeau yesterday with the fans. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, the last three games, you know, it was like winning in advance. That that was our thing. That was our slogan that we were saying. And um, our coach, uh, LaFleur, you know, bred that into us. And I think during the week, so we took, you know, took that to heart. And so the last three games, we took that and um, just went out and played. And especially with the fans, you know, I, I breathe off of energy. You know, I love energy in the crowd. I love energy on the field. And the, front, the fans, our fans brung it, you know, and I, and I felt that energy, you know, when I was blocking them and, um, catching the ball. I know everybody on our team felt that. So, you know, when the energy is contagious, you know, good outcomes happen. Sure. You get a chance to really exhibit some of that energy. I don't know if you're going to ever get as good at Aaron Jones with this, this thing, first yeah. down thing, but you've caught 16 passes as a professional and 13 have moved the chains. So you've got to develop, you know, first down kind of some kind of dance or something. Yeah, I mean, you it's going to take a while for that, I'll be honest. Uh, Aaron Jones, you know, has... <laughs> This right here. I know. I know. And I'll be trying to do it low-key when he do it. So Okay. But I might have to come up with something. So. Whatever is, works. Is that in your personality to be a celebrating type of guy, or are you just pretty low-key? I'm, like, low-key. I mean, I'll get fired up, you know. Um, I'll probably just throw the ball, like, 30 yards and just <laughs> run up, you know, after that. But I don't know if I have, like, a celebration type uh, thing. Okay. Didn't Romeo hit the uh, upper deck at Carolina? Yeah, Romeo got uh, fined for yeah. sure. Uh, you had a shot at it. And speaking of, you know, staying fairly reserved, I loved your composure when you thought you had the touchdown yesterday. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you turn to the official and you're holding on the ball and trying to explain, I caught it. Uh, <laughs> I would have been a little more demonstrative, Bo, but you held it together. Tell me about the play. You swore you got it. Yeah, I mean, I can't say no more about it. I mean, I've been <laughs> talking on. about that for so oh, long. No, I... And, uh, but... You know, it was I don't think John Runyon Sr. is listening tonight. You're not going to get fined. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought I had the ball, you know, but um, they're saying my feet were out of bounds when I fully became in possession. So. Complete the process of the catch. 
Yes. Didn't that start with Des Bryant, Packers v. Cowboys playoffs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Even maybe before that, Calvin Johnson, uh, I think, with that swoop thing. Remember? Against the Bears, Lions, Bears. Do you ever remember that play? Okay. He caught it, was coming down to kind of protect himself from going to the ground after twisting, and he planted the ball on the ground. It popped out of his hands, and it was just no touchdown. Right. Mm. Uh, and so all of a sudden, well, when is a catch a catch? That's the when the debate began. And we still don't know what a catch is a catch. Yeah. On further review, you got to hold it, control it. It's a tough, tough business. But you're making plays, Bo. It's 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 really cool to see. Uh, how'd you like the jet sweep action? Oh, that's definitely fun. You know, I did that a lot in college. You did a little bit of that in Jersey. Yeah, it was, I love jet sweeps. You know, I love getting the ball on the edge. And I think that uh, we have a lot of guys, you know, especially Jay Reed, that could do the same. So I'd say uh, the 12-yarder was nice, little couple extra after contact and again same kind of thing the way Aaron Jones was running that was really infectious you know that want to uh, from you guys I saw it all day from all kinds of guys she going 25 yards downfield oh yeah on that little thing with Jones yeah uh, making a block Uh, stuff like that is telling Uh, and it's telling everyone that you guys are really on point yeah guys are willing to sacrifice for each other you know and um when you could do that as a team, as a unit, as an offense, defense, special teams, you know, that provides good outcomes for you when guys, you know, put their body on the line, you know, put their, you know, heart into the game because they know the brother next to them is going to do the same. You know, it's kind of, it helps the team, you know, play for one another. And I think that's what's happening um, the whole season, you know, but it's starting to come really together now. So. Oh, it's evident. All right, we're going to take a break. we got to get some uh, chains on Bo Melton's tires for that snowstorm coming this way. So we'll do that during the break. But he's coming back with more. Don't forget, hot and cold plays coming around the corner. Fifth quarter returns to Narrow Bridge right after this. Welcome back to the fifth quarter, live from Narrow Bridge. Here are Mark Daniels and all right, welcome back, everybody. Bo Melton, our guest tonight. A couple of other quick notes from Matt LaForce press conference today. Uh, mentioned Romeo Dobbs. Uh, A.J. Dillon still going to be kind of questionable day-to-day thing. Same with Christian Watson. Hopefully they'll get him back. Uh, nice to get Luke Musgrave a catch and a hit in his return yesterday. He got one, so that's, uh, that's an uptick. Uh, I think everybody else got through that thing fairly unscathed. Zach Tom with a finger, but... Uh, he gave somebody it in return and got back on the field to finish that game for the Packers. A uh, couple of other quick notes. Um, as it stands right now, Packers 19th pick in the first round. Remember, everybody's going, oh, we're going to get a top 10 pick. Uh, 19th. Eh, that could change with the postseason. Nine home games and eight road games for the Packers next year. Who's coming to Lambeau, aside from our black and blue brethren? Cardinals, Niners, Texans, Colts, Saints, Dolphins. I like Ooh. that. Uh, eight on the road. Obviously, Detroit, Chicago, Minnesota, oh my, but they're going to the Rams, Seattle, Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Philly next season. All right. Line them up, knock them down. Big deal. It's the schedule, but that's where you're going. <laughs> Bo Melton's uh, glad he came over here tonight. A uh, native of Egg Harbor City, New Jersey. How in the world did you not become the mayor of Door County when you come from a hometown like that? You yeah. seated it to A.J. Dillon. <laughs> Yeah, that's my guy, AJ, you know, <laughs> Quazilla. That's that guy right there. Well, but, speaking of, yeah. do you got that thing? Uh, yeah, we've got another uh, AJ Dillon oh, Quadzilla, Quadzilla bobblehead bobble to give away yeah. tonight. Oh, that'll yeah. be fun tonight. Uh, yeah, his, his quads bobble on the bobblehead. Oh, that's nice. Rather than his head. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. That's silly. So, anyway, uh, growing up, 
Where is Egg Harbor City, New Jersey? Um, that's in I South Jersey. Okay. Um, near Atlantic City. All right. Yeah, that's uh near the beach, kind of like Jersey Shore. People like to call it so. the Jersey Shore. Yeah, we've yeah. seen plenty of that. So we always ask our guests to give us their TripAdvisor review of their hometown, Egg Harbor City, New Jersey. What is there to see? What is there to do? Most importantly, where do we need to eat if we get to Egg Harbor City? What is there to do in Egg Harbor? Nothing. <laughs> now you sound like Justin Fields. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a small town. so okay. It's a great town, though. But uh, what is there to eat? There's a lot of uh, Spanish food, Italian food, for sure. All right. um, that's about it. But it's yeah. definitely, yo, it's definitely football centric down there. Is it? Um, yeah. Okay. Football for sure, but uh, it's not a lot to do. But play football. That's about Your it. dad played ball. Right. Mom played a little b ball. Both at Rutgers. No question, you were going to be a Scarlet Knight. Yeah, no question. Um, <laughs> yeah, how in the world yeah. did you end up at Rutgers? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my um, mom and dad went there, so it was kind of like you know a family tradition to stay. And um, I didn't want to break that tradition. My little brother actually went to Rutgers as well, uh, didn't want to break it. So it was kind of like a neat thing for our family. What was the Rutgers football experience like for you, your time there? Um, it was awesome. You know, played with a lot of great guys. You know, uh, had a lot of good, great coaches. You know, Coach Shiano, um played with, you know, Pacheco that plays for uh, the Chiefs right now. Um, Play with Izzy and the place for the Bucks. This is a great experience, you know, to see them guys thrive in the league. You know, I got to watch them, so it motivated me as well. But it was a great time there. You know, we won a lot of games, um, and we got a couple bowl games as well. So, all right. Yeah. Was was there ever a thought for you that you might want to go somewhere else, or was it just always going to be Rutgers, just because your dad, your mom had played there? Yeah, it was always going to be Rutgers, yeah. just because of the family tradition. Your you know. legacy, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to break it. So who's winning tonight? Michigan, Washington? I'm going uh, Big Ten. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. More blue fans here than Husky fans. Or at least people that have put money on Michigan to win. <laughs> yeah. Really? I think they're excited about yeah. that, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, as soon as the, we break the set here, Z, we're going to stick around and watch a little bit of oh, that. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, uh, again, uh, your impressions of Green Bay? You've been around now here for a full calendar year pretty much. Um right got to like this same kind of Egg Harbor City atmosphere. Like, like Justin said, if you watch football, you're going to be fine here. I mean, this is way better. Uh, <laughs> the fans, I love yes! every one of you guys. Right. It's just, you know, just a great atmosphere to be in. You know, like I said, football-centric as well. But, you know, the fans are the best part, I think, personally. You know, they're very supportive. You know, everybody loves Green Bay. So It's, it's so tired, you know, when other teams' guys say something like that about little old Green Bay, and all I have to say to something like that is, okay, yeah, we do watch football, but we've watched more good football than anyone else <laughs> in the country. More NFL championships, it, more playoff appearances. Right. Yes, we're fine. Chicago will always beat us in the population game. Yes. That is true, 2.9 million people, but come on. There's still plenty to do. Yeah. 
No question. Get after it. All right, we're going to take another break. When we come back, hot and cold play time for the last time this season. If you haven't won, you're going to get in tonight because we're going to have a lot of fun with the winners of that contest from our friends at Robinson's. And one more segment with Bo before we turn our attention to our old friend, Mr. Mike McCarthy, and knows how about those Cowboys. Fifth quarter returns to Narrowbridge right after this. We now return to the fifth quarter. Live from Narrow Bridge, here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Welcome back. I knew you wouldn't forget. I was just going to chase you down. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, Bo Belton, our guest tonight. We're going to send him off in a minute, but we got to get in our last hot and cold play entries for the season. Uh, Mike saved up everything and poured it into our grand prize yes. buckets at the end of the year next week. Now that we didn't know we were going to have another week, we got another week. So you're just going to qualify. I hope you'll be good for that. But register for some other stuff we'll give away. Anyway, what's your hot play guest tonight? The hot play is the pass play to love to read for 50-plus yards. The 59-yarder? No, because he stepped out of bounds. No, he left. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> saw a really close. No, that's not it. Sorry. Uh, so we'll see if we got another contestant to come on up and figure it out. Yeah, it was close. Even the floor, it happened right in front of Matt. It was close, but my boy stayed in. All right, all right. Uh, great play, great throw, because that even wasn't the read, was it? They were gonna, he was gonna supposed to check out of that, I think. I think uh, Matt was saying today, but he found, he saw the whole opening and he oh, just yeah, let yeah, her yeah, go. Yeah, he let him go to read. Nice play, yeah. nice play. All right, let's try another one. Hot play. Aaron Jones making the first down and the two-minute well, the, the last uh, The last 10-yard push here by Aaron Jones to cap his 111-yard. Nope, nope. Uh, nope. That was the dagger, maybe, for Wayne, but not the hot play. Wicks' second touchdown. Ah, uh, the first was nice, but the second to Dontavian Wicks I thought was even better. Here's the snap. Love throws over the middle. Got his man inside the middle. Reaching for the end zone. Touchdown, Damian Wicks beating Kyler Gordon on a slant off the left side. And the Packers have a 13-6 lead. We got ourselves a hot play contestant filling it out. Well done. We're still looking for a coldie, though, before we wrap up our entries for this season. Ooh, you're back for another shot at it. Cold play of the day. Ran out of time at the end of the first oh, half. Oh, well Should done, because you know what? Goal. That was cold plays at the end of the half. Uh, wow, man, really messed the scoring chance up. Uh, beginning with Tucker, Kraft, not getting out of bounds. Again, Kraft, this time he's not going to make Oh, he's not going to make it to the sideline. Got to take the time out here or take it down to the sideline. Uh-oh, that's going to run. Gonna that's it. That's it. That's not even close. They say Wicks. Was stopped in the field of play, and halftime is here. What a job by Stevenson. There you go. Jimmy Nance and Tony Romo on the CBS call yesterday. Two hot and gold plays, both with uh, your room there, uh, Bo. Don Tavian, man, we didn't see him at all at camp because he was hurt. He had uh, some issues. We just didn't see him running around all of a sudden. As soon as we saw him start running around, we're going, this guy's a fifth rounder. Hard to believe. He's got some game. Yeah, Tay's a... A generational talent, man. His feet is really well. He's smooth. He's really, really smooth. Gets away from press by yeah. dancing like a demon <laughs> off the line of scrimmage and then gets up to 70 miles an hour in a hurry. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's fast. He's electric. And he's tougher than I – Yeah. his frame would suggest. He's strong. I think he bench pressed like 24, 22 reps. Really? Uh, yeah, he's, he's strong. <laughs> yeah, he, he's All strong. Right. He can move. So. All right. And a lesson on the last – Series of the half, it, it was had to be frustrating because it just 
never really quite worked. Uh, but even Jordan says, lesson on me, uh, i got to throw that away. What does uh, LaFleur call it? Uh, red zone or ozone, ozone situation, which is out of bounds, late clock situation, got to go to the end zone, or let's live for another play, please. Uh, because uh, you know the rule. You get bounced backwards. Clock keeps going. Out of bounds. Yeah. Clock keep whining. So, yeah. well done. But anyway, our hot and cold contestants are in. Uh, so off you go to Dallas, play off football, your first experience at it. Um, I just get the sense that it's not going to be a, whew, it's my first playoff game kind of thing with you guys. Yeah, you know, um, we're just going to prepare just like we prepared the last three weeks, the last um, second half of the season like we prepared, and um, we'll be just fine. We just got to go in there and practice hard, you know, and keep continuing to do what we do. Really, yeah, you were must win. Carolina yeah. must win. Minnesota mm-hmm. must win or get eliminated by the Bears. Uh, so there's a playoff level of concentration and focus required from the day you get into the building to start getting the game plan and go, right? Right. You got that feel. I have a feeling that will help you guys considerably. Mm-hmm. Plus, nothing to lose. There's a little pressure on a Dallas club that's going 12 games three years in a row. And Mike McCarthy hasn't gotten there yet for Jerry. So I think uh, they, you get a little jump on them. It's, it could get really interesting. Yeah, it was, it's going to be interesting, you know. we got got to keep going, keep going to practice, and you know, keep grinding. It's just great to be working, man. Yeah. Only 14 left. All right, Bo, you mentioned your younger brother, Max, plays football at Rutgers. He's there right now? Yeah, he declared this year. Oh, declared. Okay, so he's defensive back, right? Right. Your wide receiver. How often do you guys go up against each other and test each other? Yeah, we used to, we did it all our lives for sure. But uh, at Rutgers, we went against each other every single day. Um, we did one on ones. You know, our coach, Coach Ciano, you know, he wanted us to go against each other, make each other better. And I think that you know, at the end of the day, made both of us you know better players on the field. And um, he declaring this year, you know, really good cornerback coming out, and um, he's going to do well as well. Do you have so one year, one year together? Two, two years, two years plus? together. All right. Yeah. Two years ago. So you mentioned you went up against each other at Rutgers. You made each other better. But let's get to the the meat on the bone here. Who's better? Who won those matchups more often? <laughs> I won them more often. Well, yeah. But, of course. <laughs> but he's going to be, you know, I say he's going to be a better prospect for sure than I was. Really? Okay. 100%. Um, he's really fast as well. Um, he could jump out the roof. Um, he's just really an electric player as well at cornerback. You know, you make a lot of plays. So. He's going to run fast. He's going to do good at the 40. He's at the senior bowl, so he's going to be. That'll help. Uh, that know, will help. help now, what was your 40? Like a 4-3? Four, 4-3-4, three? Four, three, four, yeah. 4-3-4, four, four, you know the exact. <laughs> uh, I, so is he quicker than you? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard say. to say as the big brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going to, I think he's going to run really fast, you know. Um, I've seen him all my life. i played against him. You know, he's, he's really, really fast, and I think he's going to jump. Um, broad jump, vertical jump, really, really well as well, and he's instinctual at corners. So, so. what if Goody calls him in the sixth round this year, or fifth round, or whatever? Well, that we'll would be, be fun. together for sure. That would we'll be fun. Together, yeah. So, what was the draft process like for you coming out of Rutgers? What were you hearing about yourself? What your chances were? Where you were going to fall? What was that like? Um, out the draft, it was kind of like all over the place. You know, some teams had me high. Um, most of the teams were like mid-roundish, you know, had some low grades for sure. Um, it was kind of like, you know, down on my hands, down on my, you know, 
lack of intelligence of the game, you know, but I, I found, like, myself, I thought I had good intelligence and stuff like that, you know, and um, that was kind of, like, coming out, that's what they was worried about, but, you know, I grew in that aspect, you know, being on the practice squad the first year, um, and then being here on the practice squad, learned more about the game, um, and it kind of came in, you know, to tuition, you know, coming on this year. So where were you, who were you with when the Seattle Seahawks give you a call in the seventh round of the draft? What was that like? Yeah, I was with my family, you know, was at um, a little uh, spot around the corner of my house. So we was with each other. It was the seventh round. I bust out crying because, you know, I always wanted to get drafted into the league. You know, I put a lot of hard work in just like everybody does. And, um, I was kind of upset, you know, it didn't go my way at the at the beginning um, to the end. And then Seattle called and I was busting out crying just, you know, and having the opportunity to know playing the NFL, you know, with all the hard work you put in all your life, you know, it's kind of like, dang, like now, it's, now you're here. So, <laughs> it's uh, happening, yeah. It's happening. So um, it was a blessing for sure. But there also must be that realization a little bit after that, I was picked in the seventh round, so nothing's guaranteed for me. I have to work hard. Yeah, you know, I wasn't really happy with being picked in the second, mm-hmm. seventh round. You know, um, just, you know, my whole life I worked really hard, you know, to be a good receiver. You know, I wasn't going to change no matter if it was here or NFL. Um, I learned from a lot of guys like uh, Seattle, like DK and Tyler Lockett, on how to uh, perfect my craft, I would say, you know. And I just put that in for my hard work, and I think that paid off when I came here. Have a coach like Coach Vrabel, you know, just just keep building my knowledge of the game, and I think that helped me a lot. You know, coming from, you know, DK and them to a young wide receiver core, you know, with Coach Vrabel being there for us, and he kind of taught us the game for sure. Yeah, I this young receiver core is really going to be exciting to watch. Just keep growing together. I say, don't even add another one. You got five or six Samari was you know playing a lot and you know unfortunately he's on some crutches right now but think about it you know from Christian to Romeo to Jaden to Tavion to Malik to you Samori I'm fine with that bunch for a while yeah and that quote that came out of Chicago about no stars at the wide receiver position right but the way I look at it is not a star per se like a DK Metcalf who you said a bunch of times tonight but you guys all seem to be completely unselfish players who take joy in the guys next to you's success. Like you are legit happy when other guys get the benefits of the of the past from Jordan Love. Yeah, you know, um, I'm not really into all the stars and all that, you know, talk. You know, that's not really what it is. Um, we have a lot of guys in our room that, you know, can make plays and. Uh, Whoever used to know hot that game, you know, is going to make the plays and we just, you know, feed them the ball or however coach wants to call it. And I'm genuinely happy for them. They're genuinely happy for me. And um, just going, you know, when Jaden was running down the sideline, I was trying to get number four so bad. I didn't want to get a holding call. So I was, <laughs> I was trying to let it be a 70-yard catch, get back. So, but, you know, just playing for each other, like in our room as a team, you know, seeing other people have success, you know, is no better feeling than seeing somebody, you know, that's worked so hard at something and now see success in the NFL. You know, I never want to take that from someone. Yeah, so You've had some yeah. success, too. Uh, you still have the touchdown ball? Oh, yeah, still, sure. And yeah. the game ball? The game ball, yeah. That was – that. that's something you're never forget to get. Yeah. Fantastic. Well-deserved because 
your journey is not the first round. Glorious mega contract wide receiver. Did it the hard way, Bo. You're doing it the right way. Uh, best of luck. Stay healthy. Let's see what happens on Sunday. I can't wait for this one in Dallas. Good luck down there against the Cowboys. And maybe we can uh, do this again in a couple of weeks before the NFC Championship game again. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, no pressure, Bo. I mean, yeah. it's... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Bo Melvin.